colonics with iridology. She's there for you and your family. Your host, affectionately known as the Poop Police, Ms. India Holloway. Did you know that um, one of the leading causes of cardiovascular disease, one of them, is the consumption of alcohol, drinking? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to stumble through this today because I have one more than I needed of my Merlot last night. Okay, so just so you know, it's going to be a little wonky today. Cardiovascular disease. Now, there's some of you out there that just can't stay away from the alcohol, period. We're going to talk about some of the things you need to know about blood pressure and how um blood pressure is increased when you drink you know in the pre industrial societies that's a, the blood pressure remains somewhere in the neighborhood of 115 over 75 for years however in most contemporary societies the systolic Blood pressure levels have written, written, that's that Merlot, has risen steadily and um, in, in this day and age, and it's in both men and women. Used to be mostly men. This finding is found everywhere not just here in the United States, it is around the world. And it can be explained mm -hmm, because people get older and this is just a standard part of the heart uh, issues is aging. And I, I really should be ashamed of myself for having one too many glasses of Merlot. One is sufficient, but we'll talk about that. Blood pressure over a period of time is, ex is caused by excessive uh, things like uh, too much sodium in the diet, too much... Um, uh, Things that you should not be eating, like uh, greasy foods. And that being said, how about just flat out being overweight? When you are overweight, you have that capacity of having heart disease. Everybody knows that. It's called uh, metabolic Conditions, your metabolic conditions are hypertension, high blood pressure, cholesterol, congestive heart failure, metabolic conditions. Overweight, you have 
metabolic fat. I see it all the time. I call it out at least four or five times a day. When I, when I grab the person's belly and I go, this right here, brother, is metabolic fat. So what I'm seeing in your future as you get older is hypertension, if it's not already there, high cholesterol and or congestive heart failure. Stand by. Let's explore the heart. Go nowhere. Today is the 27th of October. I won't see you in October next week, will I? I don't think so. So, as I always say every year, how do you say goodbye to October? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great planet. My name is India Holloway. I am an international board certified colon hydrotherapist. I am an iridologist. I've written a book entitled, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. Amazon, go ahead. But you can also get it on my website. And if you order it on my website, I will autograph it and send it out to you. Okay? Oh, my website, healthylivingstudios.com. The book, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. Let me uh, begin this program, as always, by thanking my regular listeners, because you are very special to me, and I appreciate all of the responses that I get from you, all of the questions that are forwarded to me. Thank you for those, and as always, I will get back to you with the uh, a response. Let me say this to the new listeners, those that are listening in for the very first time. I want to say howdy and welcome and um, join me. How about that? You can join me on this broadcast or any broadcast. You can drop us a line at innerlightradio at yahoo.com. Uh, send me a text and I will read it as best I can, having that I had one too many parallels last night. But uh, I will read it and I will get back to you. Uh, I want to say also that you can give a call. Give a call at 310 928 Seven seven three three, and if you want to join me, be happy to have you on the air. Let me spend another moment to thank our men and women in uniform. <clears throat> want to thank them for their service and their dedication to this country, regardless of how they have been treated. They have been very dedicated. So I. I want to thank you for what you have done and and hope that we 
keep you on for the duration. While we're thanking them, of course, we're going to thank our police officers, our firemen, and God bless the nurses. Oh, let me tell you, last, what was it, a couple days ago, I had three nurses in the same day, totally isolated, and a female police officer. I was in seventh heaven. I, I was I was in awe of these people. I'm telling you. This broadcast is not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease. But what we will do, ladies and gentlemen, is educate you on your body. Now, if you're just now joining me, what to know about alcohol and blood pressure. Yep, a lot of people have not associated high blood pressure with the drinking of alcohol, especially over the holidays, right? And this is the time of year we drink more, we eat more, we we stress more, we're cavoiting more. Uh, there's a lot going on with the holidays. And we are in holiday season. Starts uh, the 31st of October, Halloween, and it goes all the way through to the first of the year. Um, first week in mm, January, right? Holiday season. This is what the professionals are calling holiday season. Uh, and it's not that, uh, and they call this heart attack season. Mm-hmm. Heart attack season. And this is because we are, of course, drinking more. And with today's broadcast, we're talking about alcohol and blood pressure. So your blood pressure goes up. The doctors call it heart attack season. And it's not because there are more heart attacks during this time. It's because people die from these heart attacks more than any other time of the year. Yeah, you could be one of them. Uh, okay. I mean, all you have to. Okay, yeah. I could be one of them too, but I'm not having more than two glasses of Merlot. Let me tell you, I I can drink two glasses and I'm fine. I can even drive. Oh, don't try that at all. But you know what happens is that more than that, I'm usually zonked, so I don't do more than that. But just two glasses last night because I was so busy. I was so stressed. I, I, I needed to have an extra drink last night, and I did. Well, I had to go straight to bed. Honestly, I couldn't function past there. So it just wiped me out. I ate, had my Merlot. Went to bed. Alcohol beverages during this time of year 
very popular. And just in general, you know, they have created more alcoholic uh, uh, things or alcohol beverages than any other time ever in the history of alcohol. I mean, we used to lock people up for moonshine, right? The white lightning, because they were sneaking it, making it, and killing one another with that poison. I watched Sunday morning last week, and they did a whole segment on Martha Stewart. Martha, I love Martha. I don't care what she did in the past. I love Martha. She looks good. She has this great demeanor about her, and she's rich. I love that about her. And, you know, Martha was on showing us Watcher Honors how to make her famous apple tart. Apple tart. Now, she's in her orchard. She's in her garden. I know Martha is three sheets to the wind. I know this. Okay, I'm just saying. She's in her orchard. She's biting on her apples straight off the tree. And uh, she's in her kitchen now, and she shows how she's picked this basket of apples. And she's making her apple tart. Let me tell you how much alcohol was in the tart, which also tells me how much alcohol was in Martha. It was quite a bit. And, I mean, that that tart, I wrote down the recipe because I'm going to make it. You know, she says, use uh, as many different kinds of apples as you can. Because that makes part of the flavor of this. And then she made a, a pink applesauce with all this uh, alcohol in it. I'm telling you, I'm watching it and I got high. Martha and her apple tart with plenty of alcohol. But I digress. And I want to tell you how alcoholic beverages have gotten so popular until they have things like, oh yeah, they have the uh, uh, liquor stove, but they have Venmo, where they just have every conceivable alcohol you can possibly find, right? At every price. But we're talking about how you can drink and give yourself a heart attack. We're talking about we're easing into the, the season of uh, what doctors call heart attack season. Alcohol is a main form of metabolic disease because of the metabolic fat. What is high blood pressure anyway? Had you ever, the doctor says, oh, your pressure is high, but did they ever explain it to you, educate you on it? They just dictate to you that your pressure is high and oh my goodness we're gonna put you on blood pressure meds but did you know that the blood pressure has went from 
just uh, today's uh, diastolic pressure uh, to raising it much higher. So instead of 120 over 80, which was considered normal, they have raised it to 140 over 90. And the doctor will see that and voila, you are now hypertensive. You are on high blood pressure meds. Done. Drop the mic. You're there. We have, I mean, all you have to do is recognize the things that causes high blood pressure. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, all of the things that happens when you drink alcohol. And there's more than one thing that will cause your heart to go up, your heart pressure to go up and we're in heart attack season people and again and I'll mention it again and again it's not that more people uh, uh, die it is it's more people die from a heart attack than there are heart attacks because they're coming they're being rushed to ER And some of them go to urgent care, not even knowing that what's going on with them is a heart attack. Right. So there is such a thing called a, I'm sorry, R-A-A-S. You can look it up because if I tried to pronounce it, you're going to think I'm speaking a foreign language. R-A-A-S. It's a, it's a hormonal thing that's caused by the kidneys from drinking, right? You're drinking and this renin thing that's happening, uh, the, it, it, it takes the a hormone that's secreted by the kidneys and it in a whole tailspin. Alcohol increases this RAAS in the body. And if it's increased, you can best believe you're easing towards a problem. I told you about a lady. Uh, I think I did it last week. And she's a, she's an alcoholic, you know, drug addict. And she has uh, three businesses. I don't know how she functions through managing these businesses. So she has a little bit of money. And let me tell you, she makes no bones about it. She loves to party. And in partying, she's, uh, she's doing drugs. She's doing the alcohol. And she wanted me to know that somewhere in her past, and she's only, what, 56, 60 years old, perhaps. And she, you can look at her and know she was a good-looking lady. She doesn't even know she's not good-looking anymore. She, she just comes to me because she wants to get healthier. But you cannot get healthier 
on denial. I'm just saying. When she's in denial, she's sitting in front of me. Her eyes are glazed over. The whites of her eyes are brown. She's picked up this little excess visceral fat or metabolic fat in her midsection. She can't weigh more than maybe 160 pounds, but it's in the midsection. So I know what's going on in there. Her hormones are way out of control, and those are the same hormones that causes the heart to go wonky. Hormones. Did I ever tell you that the human body has over 50 hormones? 50. And most of those are in the... Um, uh, it's one of the systems in the body. Here it comes. Um, oh, God, India. Okay, I'll get back to that. But these are the hormones that cause you to feel everything, whether it's hot, cold, fat, skinny, uh, a headache, everything that your body is feeling, these hormone, this hormonal system in the body through all your glands is having them. That is the glandular system. The glands causes your body to go through these hormones like your stresses. If you're stressing, that's the adrenal gland, right? The adrenal gland uh, creates adrenaline. Adrenaline is a hormone, one of the many hormones in the body. And and then you have uh, the the thyroid. I'm thinking here, the thyroid gland uh, governs your hot cold, and these are hormones: hot cold, uh, weight loss, weight gain. There's a bunch, all through the glandular system. They call it here it comes the endocrine system. Sometimes my brain hiccups, just have to deal with it. So now we have the uh, hormones that's creating everything. Now, 50 hormones in the body that gives you everything that you're feeling. And if you're born with a hormone that's a little askew, then, you know, that's just now what's going on with you. So, kidneys, the kidney function, the kidney levels, your stress levels. Uh, if you are drinking, it's going to affect your kidneys because that's what drains out all of the, um, the poisons out of the bladder from your circulatory system. We're talking about blood pressure. We're talking about your blood pressure elevating through alcohol. It's going to affect other systems in the body. And the kidneys are one of the main 
filtering organs that it affects. And then how about the liver? Another filter, right? You only have three. You only have three filters and you're screwing them up with the alcohol. Every one of them. And that'll, that'll send you into renal failure. Uh, that's kidney failure. You can have uh, a fatty liver from over drinking. And what is that? I mentioned last week, there is non-alcoholic fatty liver from just eating the wrong foods, from just getting this visceral fat in your body that causes the metabolic diseases. What did I call them out as? High blood pressure, high cholesterol, and or congestive heart failure. Look at how all of these coordinate from, it could be one thing, drinking excessive alcohol. Increase blood pressure from alcohol. Give yourself a break. It's okay to have a drink. It's okay to have a cocktail in the evening. You just want to relax, you know, but it sends off uh, uh, chemical reactions in the body. And remember chemical reactions? 37 trillion Billion, billion chemical reactions every second of the day. That's just naturally. Then you're going to throw it into a tailspin with, excuse me, too much alcohol. Guys, if your lady is drinking excessive alcohol, look out. She's a problem. Ladies, if your guy is drinking too many beers, look out. He's a problem. And he's not drinking water. He's dehydrated. His heart is going flippity-flop. His kidneys are going floppity-flip. And you are stressing out because chances of him having a heart attack is high on the totem pole, very high. Cortisol levels, stress. That's, you know, cortisol is a steroid hormone. Now we're talking about hormones and blood pressure and excessive, lot of excessive stuff going on in the body. So you know your body well. Well enough to know that if I hit a certain point, you need to pay attention. Cortisol plays a very important role in helping the body respond to stress. Cortisol is a hormone. Uh, Adrenaline is a hormone. Your hormones are in control of everything. A cortisol hormone regulates the body's response to stress. 
And then we have other things that we have to look at to regulate the metabolism of the body, uh, of the immune system, uh, of your inflammatory pathways. There are women that when they're in college, they're drinking almost as much as the boys, right? Not quite as much, but there is, I said on the onset, different types of drinking. Yeah, different types. What what are the types? Well, you got binge drinking. You got uh, drinking that is more than the standard, what, 12 ounces that's got, that's like a beer, 12 ounces of beer that has 5% alcohol. And, and, and then you have the, what's that beer called? Mm. I can't think of that beer. It's a, it's a type of beer, but it's got twice as much alcohol in it. And so they think because it's a can of beer, I can drink a dozen. You're in trouble. So you got your heavy drinking. You got, these are the different types of drinking. Your, your Ben's drinking and heavy alcohol consumption. More than four drinks in a day. Mm. that's 14 drinks in a week and women consuming more than than this you you're just a lush you need to stop you need to figure out that what is it that living in your house no i'm not talking about the mice i'm talking about your kids and you're out there drinking like banshees ben's drinking that's that's more than more drinks, five more drinks than you really need in two hours. That's a lot. And it should be stopped. People are dying from that. I mean, dying young. College drinkers. So, you know, cut it, cut it out, cut it down, cut it back and and keep things in order. This lady that I was telling to you about, she's doing everything that I tell her to do. But I'm telling you, it is not something that I can help her with until A, she stops drinking, B, she stops smoking. Whoa. Two things that's going to kill her before she's 70. Two, smoking and drinking. She says she hasn't had any drugs. She says she hasn't had anything to drink. She was in the other day and she has her notebook, her questions, the book that I recommend that she read. She read every page. She's got them dog-eared, tagged, highlighted, She's got all, she read every single thing. She wrote down questions. I could still smell the alcohol through her mask and through mine. What am I going to do with her? I'm going to sit there and call her a liar so that she can 
dictate to me how she's corrected herself because she's read the book? That's crazy. Talk to somebody else. The doctor will give her medication. I'm going to give her a little wisdom. And she's not going to hear it. Cortisol is a hormone that governs your stresses, right? If there's any inflammation going on in the body, it starts with stress and cortisol, a hormone. And then there are folks that come in that are on medication and, oh, my God, that makes it even worse. It is a poison. And how do you steer your body towards good health by taking a poison? I talked to a guy the other day, and he says, well, my my blood pressure is uh, pretty normal. And I said, oh, very good. So do you take your levels every day? He says, yeah, I sure do. I said, and they're normal. I said, are you still on medication and they're normal? And he said, yep. The doctor says I'm perfectly normal. And I say, but you're on medication. He says, yeah. I said, well, do, do you really know what the medication is doing? Uh, and do you know what that represents to your body? And he really didn't know. Because the doctor is praising him for taking his medication, A, B, having it keep everything level. I said, so what would happen if you stopped taking the medication? He stared into space for 15 minutes. I let him go because he, he didn't know. No one had told him. He didn't have to think about it. Let me tell you a couple things that you can do that will help your blood pressure. First of all, when, you're, when you have your levels go wonky, uh, it's, and, and they're telling you it's 170 over 110, you know those are high numbers. Your systolic pressure is high and your diastolic pressure is high. Do you know what they mean? Did the doctor ever tell you that your heart was relying on medication to keep it functioning? Now, there are things that you can take naturally that will level off your blood pressure. And I'm telling you this not to control your blood pressure, but to educate you on what you need to know. In the body, there is such a thing called L-arginine, right? We've talked about it before. L-arginine is an amino acid. It is that amino that causes your arteries, however small or however large, to pump the blood through the body. Think about it. Your body doesn't have to think about your heart to beat in order for it to beat. It just does. 
It's got all kind of chemical reactions, 37,000 billion, billion, whatever. You've got 50 hormones that causes you to feel hot or cold or sweat or a headache or whatever. You got all these things happening and you think a medication that's going to keep your blood vessels from collecting oxygen or to get them to collect oxygen and another one that keeps your water levels balanced is doing it? Uh, I beg the differ. You need to stretch your vessels. L-arginine, one of the best things that you can take. Take it to your doctor. Ask them about it. And if they don't know about arginine, you need to fire them right there on the spot and move on to the next doctor. Everybody is a bit deficient in magnesium. Magnesium relaxes, and that's magnesium citrate. There's a couple of the magnesiums. The magnesium citrate. It will relax a colon to cause it to poop, right? Oh, my goodness. But if that blood vessel is so tight in your colon, you're constipated. You need to know that if you haven't pooped, when you went to the doctor to get your checkup, your blood pressure is going to be high. Period. If you haven't peed, now we're going to include the uh, kidneys. If you are holding on to your pee, those veins in your head are pulsating and your blood pressure is up. Period. I mean, there's so many things that you need to know and they're simple. But if you don't know, you don't know. And sometimes you're so busy in your world until you don't have a chance to figure it out. Uh, I'm telling you, there's a lot that will increase your blood pressure. Um, and, and they don't have to do blind studies on this. This is absolutely one of those things that is, absolutely should be part of your protocol so that you are totally aware of how your body is working. Um, So major cause of high blood pressure, major, major cause of high blood pressure. If somebody's in your house doing it, Just know they don't have much time on this earth smoking. Oh, yeah, there are some people that will smoke every day until they die. And and you're talking to them at the age of 95 or 102. And they say, I smoke a stogie every day cigarette. Every day. And take a shot. Not an old granddad every day. And they say that this is 
the reason they're still alive at this age? How many people do you know like that? Huh? I only know one, and that's that guy that just uh, declared it. Major cause of high uh, blood pressure is drinking and smoking. So a lot of people stop the smoking, but they ain't stopping the drinking. Oh, no. Mm-mm. They're going to have their self a little taste, they call it. Remember how they say, how about a taste? <laughs> and a taste is a whole bottle. Okay, so you stop the smoking. I'm telling you, stop the smoking. It is slowly killing you. I had a young lady in yesterday, yesterday. She smokes Marlboro. That's the cigarette that killed the cowboy, right? Marlboro. She has a big tattoo across her thigh that said Marlboro. Have you ever seen anything like that? Or she said she got it when she was a lot younger and she's, she's smarter now because she's older. She's 24. Ah. And, of course, me, I'm, they call me Mother India. I'm wagging a finger. I'm lecturing up the yin-yang. I'm telling her, you're overweight. You got visceral fat. You have a cigarette smoking habit. You drink. You just got off the drugs. How long were you on this stuff? You're, you're only 24. Oh. God, and you eat like a junior pig. Okay, I'm done. I'm done with uh, coming into me, and I'm supposed to get everything in order and make you well, and you're smoking a cigarette. And I will tell you, there's nothing I can do to help you if you're trying to kill yourself, because cigarette smoking will kill you. Mm-hmm. Now you're you're smoking and you're drinking and yes you're stressing out a little bit and you have some nasty genetics back off in there and dare I say you are aging. She's 24. She hasn't got to her next phase of life, which is 30. And at 30, the body stops making certain nutrients and hormones and this and that and the other. And then you turn 40. And if you are lucky, young lady, this is a girl. If you are lucky, you will turn 50. Mm. I'm, you know, I'm pleased to be here. I'm pleased to have turned 70 plus. I'm pleased to get to this age not taking any medications. Yes, I do drink an extra glass of Merlot occasionally. But Merlot, it's like dry wine. It's like, sounds like a lover, right? (laughs) It's like when you drink 
red wine. It's like eating a food because that's the way the body sees it as a whole food. Because you can drink the red wine and sip it with your food. I tell you not to take any liquids with your food because it breaks it down, does chemical reactions and creates other things in the body. It's crazy how it all works. Uh, Okay, going back to drinking and a standard drink. How's that? So right now, excuse me a second, I'm going to take a sip of my water. Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff, man. I swear to God. If people are not drinking water, they ought to be taken out back, flogged, uh, tarred and feathered, and, and left in the sun. Okay, so we're talking about the definition of a standard drink containing point uh, 0.6 fluid ounces of pure alcohol that's a shot this, this amount is present in 12 full ounces of beer that's five uh, percent alcohol five fluid ounces of wine 12 percent alcohol uh, 1.6 Fluid ounces of distilled spirits. That's the hard stuff. Right? Oh, 40% alcohol. Now, although these values can be helpful for you to know, there is a variation in alcohol content. Like within the... um, White Lightning, right? Some beers, oh, this is the one, the craft beers, contain about twice as much alcohol as in a standard beer, which is 12 full ounces, 5% alcohol. So you got 10% alcohol in one craft beer. And you're going to to drink a whole six pack. Wow. Uh, and, and and piss like a racehorse. But what you're doing, I'm telling you, what you are doing is destroying those major filtering arteries in your body. And you're screwing up your heart. Because mm-hmm. you're giving yourself high blood pressure. Yep. And you don't even think about it. You don't even think that this classification of drinking is harming you. It is. High blood pressure. And these are, what about the heavy drinkers? What, you know, there's the, I went through the list of them. You're heavy drinking. You're moderate drinking. You're uh, Ben's drinking. And this is according to the Alcohol Society of whatever, whatever in America. 
So, um, you know, you can do this. You can scale back a little bit, just a little bit. Say no to that next drink instead of sliding your glass right in front of everybody towards, I need another drink. Uh, And people do this and then they wonder what is wrong. And then they take aspirin or ibuprofen and I got a, a tale from one of my clients about her dad who lives in upstate New York has a little ranch with donkeys it's just an interesting story he's got donkeys he's that herbalist right he's an herbalist he makes his own herbs and stuff refuses to go to the doctor but He's a closet drinker, right? She's telling me this story because she's living in here in in California. And all all of a sudden, she has to catch a flight out of here because dad is in the hospital. Let me tell you the donkey story. He's out and he's, he's spraying his donkeys with pesticides or whatever to keep away the the mosquitoes and the pests. And the donkey shakes his head. You know how they do. You're spraying something in their face. They shake it off and sprays it on this 70, 79-year-old closet drinker herbalist. And and it throws dad into a, a dizzy spin and he tumbles down the hill and he he's having a hard time making it back up the 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 hill to get to the house to get to her he hurt himself all right so the closest thing to him is the donkey shed where he has as he calls it uh donkey ibuprofen give me a break so he's an herbalist now. He understands this stuff. He he doesn't take medication, he said. But he's got his medicinal powers in his alcohol. Just saying. So he takes this donkey ibuprofen. And, oh, my God, his whole world turns upside down. This, you know, it's a non-steroid um pain medication because he's hurt and he takes this and all his arteries are so thin in his body and this non-steroid pain medication eats a hole in the body and he's in a lot of pain and now he has to call for emergency he calls his long distance daughters one is uh in, I don't know, Chicago, the other one's in California, and he's in upstate New York. Okay, so now he's in the hospital. She's going to visit, uh, trying to figure out how they're going to keep him alive, and they tell him they have to put a stint in his body. Oh, no, he said, no, no stint. Oh, yeah, we have to, or you're going to die. 
Well, I don't want to die. The daughters are in now. They're talking him in. And this one doctor says, okay, I can do this thing. Does it? His, his arteries are so paper thin. They bust out in different places. Oh, my God. So then the daughter says, okay, dad, let him try it again. I don't want it. I'll have this pain. I call the hospice. I'm Elizabeth, this is the big one. And so they talk him into doing the stent. And this doctor says, I guarantee I can do this. And he does it and it works. Oh my goodness, the pain is deceased. He is feeling better. Still in the hospital as we speak. Because she told me this story yesterday. Uh, He's about to get out. It seems like he's going to do better. He cannot take ibuprofen for a donkey anymore. It's much, much stronger. And he sees his life going on for a couple of years, but it's in an indication to the girls, the daughters, that dad is a closet alcoholic. Mm. I'm shocked he's still alive. No, I'm not. I'm shocked that somebody who's supposed to know better is not doing better and he's getting older. Mm. I doubt he make it to 80, according to statistics. Did I digress? The donkey story. Bench drinking means five or more drinks in two hours. People do that. Uh, and more drinks after that. Uh, moderate drinking means men uh, consuming two drinks or fewer in a day and women consuming one drink or fewer, how you drink fewer than one in a day. That's moderate drinking. Hmm. Sounds like Merlot. Hmm? Okay, account data. And this is recent data suggests that moderate to heavy drinking uh, uh, contributes to high blood pressure in men and in women. And there's a 1% study. And this is in the, uh, what is that? Uh, I need a drink. Water, people. Water. Don't go crazy. <clears throat> Good stuff. So, the recent study in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, Vascular, whatever, uh, said those who drink moderately and those who drink heavily are both at significant higher rates of high blood pressure. Well, there you have it. You can binge drink. You're going to kill yourself. You can binge drink, smoke, and age. You're dying. 
you're going to slur your speech, you're going to black out, you're going to lose memory, you're going to have all kinds of things go wrong in this body of yours. And then you're going to get pregnant and have a baby? Stop it. Alcohol has high risk for diseases. Help yourself. Now, if you are interested, there's there's so many things that we can do to help you out. Um, The one thing that you want to do is keep it on the down low. Keep it real moderate, okay? Avoid taking certain things because mm, you're going to kill yourself. Either you're going to kill yourself or you're going to stay in denial. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is India Holloway. I am a National Board Certified Colon Hydrotherapist, iridologist, and the author of a book, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. And I'm here each week at this very same time. And you, if you're local, if you're in the area, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to come in to the studio. We have a lot to offer. I want you to come in and see what we do and see how we do it. Until this time next week, I want to say thank you so much for listening with love and great gratitude. Ciao for now.